Welcome to the Healthy Habits Podcast. Everything in your life, your work, your relationships, your impact are all influenced by the level of your health. Think about it. If you're not healthy, then your relationships suffer. You may not be as patient, as kind, as respectful. You may not be as productive and, and successful at work. You may not be as happy. Here on the Healthy Habits Podcast, we give you real-time strategies, tools, ideas, and takeaways for you to implement in your life to be your best self. What happens when you're your best self? Well, you're happier. You're more productive. You can be more successful in work and have a greater impact on the lives of those around you. Because this is not just about you. It's about the impact that you make, the influence that you have, and the life that you want to live to help others their best selves too. So you'll find that and more on the Healthy Habits Podcast. Yay! Hey there, my healthy friends. Welcome to the Healthy Habits Podcast. I am uh, in one of my favorite places right now. Actually, it's the upper level of a grocery store. Um, it's called Harmon's and they have this upper level where um, you can come and sit and eat uh, and or enjoy a cup of tea or whatever it's quiet and I sit here and do my work many times it provides a really good place for concentration so I am glad that you can join me here and I am really excited for this conversation that we can have um, I hope you will apologize if you don't mind me getting too personal um, to talk about the difference between calories and energy. And if you know anything about me, if you know me personally, if you don't know me personally, if you have seen anything that I've posted, it has nothing to do with calories. And it's because now, um, uh, to backtrack a little bit before I, uh, insert foot into mouth, um, I do not judge people who count calories. Uh, we have been taught to do this for so long that um, I believe we are still trying to, we're trying to build a machine um, to fix a problem that's not really the problem. And so I'm hoping that with this conversation, maybe we can talk about um, how to really gauge what you're eating um, and, and a better way to do that rather than counting numbers uh, because you're not a machine. Uh, you are, we are all divinely created, incredibly um, amazing um, systems. You know, we're made up of all these hundreds of systems in our bodies um, that function perfectly together. Not something that I could have ever imagined, um, imagined up or created. And so whatever you believe you know, is great, but I truly believe that God has created our bodies and um, calories are not, so calories are scientific. So let's get into, let's let's dive a little bit deeper into um, what the difference is between calories and energy before I get on my soapbox. And we can talk about the differences between the two and, uh, and then and actually we're going to talk about three differences and then talk about what you can do to better understand energy 
balance in your body. So let's go. So if you have a scientific background, if you don't, totally fine. If you do, then you may know a little bit about um, the history of calories in nutrition. But the gist of it is this, in um, between 1819 and 1824, um, Nicholas Clement, he was a, a scientist, um, introduced calories in um, lectures on heat engines. So they discovered calories were um, a way to measure um, how to raise the degree of or, or the temperature of water one degree Celsius, right? So, um, so that just tells us how much, like, it actually doesn't tell us much at all. Um, it tells us that um, food has energy to raise temperature uh, in our bodies. However, there are numerous things that it does not consider. Um, and uh, those things are, for example, it doesn't consider um, the fact in our bodies that uh, calories or energy in our body uh, is constantly being used. About 90%, no, that's wrong, about 80% um, of the energy that we consume all goes towards everyday functions, right? It goes towards uh, towards our cells, our building our cells, maintaining our cells, excreting our cells, if you know what I mean. Um, it goes towards sleeping, breathing, all of the regular functions. It goes towards digesting. Um, this is not including exercise. It's not including extra effort that we give. Um, it is simply the expenditure of energy um, needed to maintain homeostasis and the normal functions of our body. Okay, that's 80% of what we consume. So if we are only measuring it by one method, if we are only measuring our energy intake by one method, then we limit ourselves to the things that we know um, and don't know concerning um, exercise, when we add exercise, when we take in the effect of certain types of foods that we eat, um, it has a certain effect on our body. It, it doesn't take an effect into effect uh, the hormone levels in our bodies. And for women, when they're going through menstruation or pregnancy, um, things like that. So calories has to do only with the... the um, measurement of heat in the food itself. It has nothing to do with the process that it goes through in our body. And this is why um, calories, we can be off in our measurement of calories in our body by as much as 25 to 30%. So that's a lot of calories. If you consider that you ingest thousands of calories a day and hundreds of thousands of calories over um, you know, even a week and a month. So this is why 
our weight fluctuates from day to day and why we can maintain a certain weight over the, a long period of time, not based on the energy that we consume each bite or at each quarter cup, for example. Because if you're measuring your life by a quarter cup, then that's a lot to measure, right? You can get burnt out, you can get overwhelmed by the fact that, gosh, if my vegetables and my chicken and my rice or my quinoa, if they all come in one package, what am I supposed to do, right? This is the, this is the mindset that I went through in my life when I was trying to measure calories and it was really discouraging. So let's talk about a better way, right? Building a better system of measurement to create better energy balance in our body. Are you ready? Here we go. Now that we have smashed that incorrect yet lingering belief, do you like how I did that there? Um, we have smashed it to smithereens because um, while calories are important engaging the energy within food, it's not accurate in how to, uh, how to manage the energy balance in our body. And so let's talk about the, the three things um, that will help us understand that better. First of all, we've talked about that calories and energy are not the same. Now, uh, energy comes from all sorts of different things, right? We can create energy in our bodies all by itself without food. Um, our body can do it without food. In fact, it can do it from stored energy, which is what we want to tap into. So one of the first ways that we do that is that we, we free the adipose um, storage tank by fasting. And as we prolong the fast, that means the time in between where we've ended one meal and we've begun the next meal, and I believe we've talked about the power of the fast, um, then we can free up that energy for our body to utilize. Um, that gives us a sustained amount of energy that helps us to reduce the amount of energy that we're storing and it helps um, maintain better function within the systems of our body, right? Um, so that's one way we can do that is when we prolong the fast, um, then we tap into that, uh, then we free up the adipose storage tank, right? Uh, and sometimes we feel like we have a lot in that tank. Um, so the power of the fast, if you do it um, up to 20 hours, which is not the recommended amount of time um, in between meals if you are just starting out, it's not sustainable and it shouldn't be I don't believe personally that it should be done consistently unless you are a bodybuilder and you are training for something. But even then, there are seasons to do it, uh, you know, to train and seasons to be off training. Um, and even Olympic athletes do not train 
all year long, all their life. They need a season where they are not training um, to make it sustainable. And uh, so, so 16 hours is the recommended amount where that means if you end your meals, and this is what I do personally, I, I really enjoy this. If you end your meals by seven o'clock PM the night before, then you begin your meals at 1 PM the next day. So you have an eight hour window of eating. That means you are number one, eating less. Number two, you are tapping into that fat energy burning storage, uh, the, the fat burning energy system to release that, um, that fat and use it, utilize it as energy for your body. Uh, again, this is another energy system uh, or energy that we are using without adding energy to our body. Our body has this natural ability to use and produce, or I should say that backwards, I said that backwards, to produce and use the energy that is required for the demanded tasks, right? The demands that you place on it. Um, the second thing that we can do is we can eat foods that have what's called a thermogenic um, effect, um, and that is called TEF, thermogenic effect of food um, something. Anyway, this thermogenic effect of food means that the types of foods you eat will raise uh, or so increase or decrease your body's temperature and metabolism, right? The speed at which it produces energy or utilizes energy. And so that, so if it's using it up faster, that creates heat, right? Um, or actually if it uses it for a longer period of time, for example, if we eat sugar, um, if we eat simple carbohydrates, that energy is used up really fast. So it will, it will skyrocket our um, blood sugar, but it will not skyrocket our metabolism. Uh, and this, I think, is where people have a, uh, a hard time distinguishing the two, is that um, even though our blood sugar skyrockets and we feel like we have this energy in our bodies, it does not produce a long sustained amount of energy. And this is why, um, this is why eating food that keeps your hormones stable and gives you a, a slower amount of release is better for your body over time because then it can also tap into that fast, no, that fat energy burning system that we want to help let go of that unwanted weight. Okay. So depending on the foods that you eat, will determine determine the thermogenic effect that your food has on your body and thus on your um, letting go of that extra weight on your energy levels um, on your hormones which then will um, determine whether or not it continues to store energy or use energy okay um, foods that have the best thermogenic effect on your bodies are fats proteins and complex carbohydrates. Now it is okay to have that balance of simple carbohydrates when your body demands that fast energy burning system. That is typically when we are exercising or after we've exercised and we're, we've depleted that energy uh, that our muscles need to rebuild. 
and reboot. So um, although fruit is considered a complex carbohydrate because of the fiber, which is really important, um, that sugar is really good in helping to restore that energy balance. And so I highly recommend having fruit after you exercise. Um, and that's the best time to have it. Uh, I don't recommend having it before bed. I don't recommend having it after you've woken up um, because your body is primed for um, tapping into that uh, fat energy burning system, right? Tapping into um, helping use the fat energy stores that we've accumulated either throughout the day that our body is still trying to utilize or the fat energy that we have stored for a long period of time. So, um, so that's what you want to do is focus on the foods that you can eat. And that is something so powerful because it is something that you can do right now, right? If you are getting ready for lunch, like I am, then, um, or if you've just had breakfast, then you can think of the fat energy or the long lasting energy, tapping into that fat energy system, um, just with the foods that you eat will help provide you with a sustained amount of energy over time. And then 3 PM comes around and you're not crashing. You're not burning. You're not frustrated because you've got brain fog or, um, a headache from, you know, for, from a lack of or, or overproduction of hormones. Um, that your body is trying to stabilize. So that's a really, really important thing. The last thing that you can do is effective exercise. And if you have listened to the SOS plus E factors podcast, then you will know that not all exercise is the same, right? So um, exercise, depending on what you are doing, your body will demand a certain type of energy to continue um, to continue reaching those demands or being able to meet those demands of your body. If you've listened to my, my failed plan for extreme exercise, you will know that, um, if you deprive your body of the proper energy, the essential energy that it needs for it to meet the demands you've placed on it, um, this is imbalance and your body will compensate with, with a message of help, right? the message that my body sent me was uh, a sudden onset, typical atrial flutter, which means my heart started beating at almost 200 beats per minute. And I was exhausted and I had to have surgery as a result. Like this was not a problem I could fix with food. So if there's one thing I can tell you right now, that food is a powerful source for um, helping you to fix problems that you may be or challenges that you may be facing right now. Um, and exercise, um, requires effectiveness in order to help your body and not harm your body because too many people go and they run on the treadmill at the gym or they go, um, and lift weights. And then, um, either they say, okay, I deserve this donut. Now they've done nothing for themselves. They say, I deserve this and they're not creating these healthy habits or they overexercise and then deprive themselves of certain energy that their body needs to meet its demands. And uh, then it starts to break down tissue. It starts to enlist the work of other cells 
that now are working overtime um, to maintain what you what you are asking of it. So effective exercise means um, meeting what I call the golden rule um, of synergy, uh, or is the golden ratio ratio of synergy. And the reason why I call it the golden ratio is because we want to always create balance in our lives. But balance is not the same as balance does not mean giving equal attention to every single component, right? It's just like in your life, sometimes work or family demands more time than other aspects. And in order to keep balance, in order to keep those areas of your life thriving, not just surviving, but thriving, you have to be on an upward trajectory um, towards towards thriving. We, uh, you know, I, I keep saying this word over and over again, but we don't want stagnation. And balance does not mean equality. It means equality, but it does not mean the same. It does not mean sameness, giving the same attention to every single, every single aspect. That means you would have to dedicate the same amount of time to eating as you would to sleeping, as you would to your family, as you would to exercise. It's just not the appropriate way to um, to delegate your time. So, um, effective exercise is a one point. It's, it's more than 1.5. It's a 1.68 ratio. And, um, what I say, what I teach my clients is this, you have a one-to-one -one ratio of strength, um, strength training sessions, right? Plus hit workouts. This is what I do. Plus we add a little bit more to our strength training to add. So it's a 1.5 ratio. It's not a one-to-one -one ratio. It's a one-to-one point six, eight. Um, so we're adding a little bit more to strength training than to our hit workouts or than to our cardio, excuse me, by adding in hit workouts. That way you get the cardio plus the strength training, plus you are adding strength training to your weekly regimens um, to give yourself that upward trajectory of building muscle, tapping into the fat stores, and um, adding in that recovery so it all works synergistically together. Now, synergy has to be one of my most favorite words to use here because balance requires synergy. Um, synergy means that one does not equal one. One can equal 500. And when we when we put these pieces together in the right way, then, you know, when we are working with the fast plus with the thermogenic effect of food or the right foods at the right time, plus effective exercise, you can create a powerful system, a powerful, powerful body uh, that is built on sustainable habits, right? So then this golden ratio of synergy is taken to the next level because not only have you have you tapped into the these other factors, um, but you have built he healthy habits along the way so that your recovery is strong, your sleep is strong, your stress is maintained, um, your relationships can be strong. All of these things are working together to help you create a healthy, balanced body. And uh, this can be, this can take your performance to levels that um, other, you know, that 95% of the people would look at you and say, you're crazy. 
or how do you do this? How do you maintain this? And they will start to look at you um, and ask you for advice and ask you, you know, what do you do? How do I, how do I implement this into my life? And you're going to have to start at the beginning and talk about the little tiny steps that you take to maintain these healthy habits. So I hope that you take the fast. I hope that you take your food and I hope that you take effective exercise and make it a really, really powerful, um, way to use that energy that you consume, um, rather than just counting calories. Now, um, we're going to talk on the next podcast about how to measure that food for the best effect, uh, the thermogenic effect of food, right? The amount of calories or the amount of energy you're consuming and how to get that to work with the fast and effective exercise so that you can begin to let go of that unwanted weight and increase your energy um, and increase your confidence because you're going to feel so good that um, you're going to go out there and you're going to feel like you can do anything and anything good that is so and when we do that then our power exponentially increases so look for the next podcast on how to measure your food properly to um, create a powerful what I call optimal nutrition to create a powerful balanced body and and healthy sustainable habits Make it a great day, my friends, and remember that a healthy we begins with a healthy me. So go show yourself some love and go take care of yourself right now. See you later. Hey, thanks for listening. If you liked this podcast, please rate it and share it. Share it with as many people as you can. Let's get the word out that there's a new podcast in town, a podcast that's guaranteed to give you the best nutrition tips, the best exercise tips, the best brain hacks, and the best habits for a healthy, sustainable, happy life. The Healthy Habits Podcast. It'll make your day great. Also, like my Facebook page at Be Healthy Me Healthy We, or follow me on Instagram or Twitter, and make it a great day.